Uh, the Black Knight Nation podcast is um, brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a world-class consulting firm that trains employees and sports psychology secrets that drastically improve work performance. Higher Echelon is founded by Dr. Joe Ross, a retired Army, who's retired Army. He's a he was a fullback for Army, and he also was an assistant coach for Army, and now he is uh, runs Higher Echelon, and we thank uh, Joe Ross for sponsoring our podcast. You can find our podcast on the podcast platforms. We have recent interviews with Cole Christensen, Colin Mooney, Army hockey coach Brian Riley, and um, Army women's basketball coach Dave McGarity. You can find those all on uh, the podcast, the Apple, the um, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, and they're also on YouTube too. And now we're going to welcome in our very special guest today, Elijah Riley, one of my favorite players to ever cover uh, for Army football. One of the best players I've ever covered for Army football. And uh, Elijah, thanks for hopping on with us today. Thank you, Sal. Thank you for that. I, I know you felt that way. Thank you. <laughs> Man, look, we already have a We Love Riley comment on it. Right, <laughs> um, yeah, well, you look at it. I remember when you first, when I first saw you take the field, right? Um, your freshman year. I know you had a couple special, te- you played special teams before you kind of were thrust into the starting lineup. And yeah. I remember talking, I have a couple friends that work for Newsday, a sports department, Greg Sarah mm-hmm. and Andy Slauson. Yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah, they were telling me about you. And you're like, you, you got to watch this kid. I mean, he's, he's legit. And, uh, you know, coming into West Point direct, you know, and making that kind of impact, not rarely happens at Army because usually the classes are pretty good. Um, Oh, we got Markel Broughton's mom giving you the shout out. So, <laughs> love Markel. Thank you. Yeah, you know, looking at Markel, there's a lot of similarities between him and you as far as the play on the field and the leadership. Just the enthusiasm yeah. on the field, right? And like, Mark Markel's a different type of player. I'm very excited to see him develop the next couple of years. And I'm not just years. saying that because his mom's on the screen. I love watching Markel play. <laughs> Um, for what I was trying to get at before is just talk, talk to us a little bit about what it was like to come in as a direct um, and be thrusted kind of into that starting role. I know it was under circumstances that were really tough, but with, with Brandon Jackson's uh, passing, but talk to us a little bit about what that was like. Yeah, you know, obviously being a, uh, you know, just coming into West Point as a direct in general, you know, being a football player is has its challenges you know even just being a cadet has its challenges you know it's an entire culture shock um this is that institution is very different than anything i can guarantee anybody's ever experienced in high school so that in itself presented its challenges and then to be thrown into a starting lineup for a football team after such a tragic event um was a was a very tough thing to overcome um but you know everybody rallied around each other I received nothing but help from, you know, coaching staff, the players around me, you know, uh, who was that? Marcus Hyatt was very helpful. And then Ryan England and X Moss all helped me, you know, get situated into, into that role. And they kind of helped simplify everything for me so that I wasn't just, you know, a dumb freshman running around with my head, <laughs> my head cut off. I was able to make some plays out there. Man, I remember the preseason, your freshman preseason. I, I'm looking at, man, I looked at the way you played and also the way you hit. I mean, and it was something that really 
yeah, you saw it a little bit with Brandon Jackson in, in his first couple of years, but it was a lot. There was a physical play at corner that you brought to the game that I don't think I saw in a while. And and, and you just look at that. That's a, definitely a way on the edge and in the secondary, you can make an impact more than just covering, right? And you, and we saw it later in your career with the blitzing. And you know, you're in the big house and you're playing Michigan. Here you come off off the corner and you and you sack Shea Patterson, you know. I mean, the minds is there a mindset there that you had going into Army, or did you develop that kind of mindset of that really like that mentality? Oh, you're on mute. Sorry, you're on mute. Always been a confident kid, you know, confident in my abilities and everything. Um, but it was nice having the reassurance from everybody around me that I was doing things well. So I think that, you know, the fact that we were such a tight knit team and, um, you know, we held each other accountable for everything. It really helped to develop my sense of personal confidence, both on and off the field, uh, which obviously allowed me to make plays and, with that, you know, it just became a snowball effect. The coaches trust me more, so then I'm able to make more plays, so that my confidence goes up, and it just, you know, it keeps going on like that. So you have the right people believing in you who are willing to put you in the right positions to make plays. You know, you just, you just naturally things are going to fall into place, and it's it, it was it, it was just it was great. I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I, I remember you were re- recruited to play safety right Mm -hmm. at first and then talk to us a little bit about your your college recruiting was it did you have any other options other than army or why why did you pick army in the first place would you say yeah like i mean a lot of like a lot of army recruits you know we're usually under recruited guys um whether it be undersized you know the football um in the area that we play isn't the best so you know, you just you we're we're like the the hard nosed type dudes. You know, we we got to get it from the bottom. A lot of us had all FCS offers. You know, that was my situation. All FCS Army was one of two FBS UMass had offered, and then you know everything else was kind of like a walk on at 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 other you know Power Five schools. But um, Army just kind of called to me in a different way that these other schools weren't. So. Once, once I felt like it was a very secure place for me to go, and and I had the right opportunities to, you know, get to where I am right now, um, I, I took a shot at it. Yeah, I mean, when you go into at that point, when you go into Army, do you think that maybe down the road NFL is a possibility? Or are you going? Are you going there for the the education and the the the, the FBS level football? Yeah, I mean, it was all of that. Um, I wanted to play college football at a school where I was able to better myself and everything you know um develop myself as a man develop myself as a student of you know both uh formal school end of life um you know be 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 a better leader be a better football player like it was just it felt like an all-encompassing place um so yeah that's that's just where i wanted to be and then the opportunities to play pro ball were there and that's what I wanted to do. I mean, like, I wanted to play pro ball my entire life. That was a goal that I had set for myself. And regardless of the institution I went to, I had planned on making it happen. Awesome. Awesome. I, I look at also um, just when you get that opportunity, right? Uh, and then it, freshman year, you get a chance to start. And then 
sophomore year on, I, I mean, from fresh, from right on, I mean, you adjusted pretty well to being a starter. Um, what was like sophomore year like for you? Because it seemed like you kept on taking steps and steps um, each year, getting better and better. Thank you. Um, well, sophomore year, I didn't, I didn't play the first eight games because of academic reasons, um, which was tough, tough on my mental. So, uh, you know, I had, I had to lock in, get my, get my grades right and, you know, get myself resituated back on the field so that I could be eligible. I could make plays, but get, get back to my flow. So, um, sophomore year, once I got going, I felt like I got going and started with bang against Air Force. And then we finished as a team beating San Diego state, who was a powerhouse yeah, team that year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having Cole Christensen on last week, your four years at West Point, there are so many accomplishments in those four years, right? I mean, there's, you. you know, we talked about the bowl game wins, the t 10 win season, 11 win season. Um, and I asked him if he could put like moments. In, he, I don't know if you could put moments, your favorite moments into like a ranking order, right? Because it seems like there's so many of them. There's so many and they like have so many different, um, I guess, uh, you know, like different sentimental value to me. You know, I can't, I can't really stack them up against each other just because each one is so individual and unique. Yeah, I mean, I think about that at the end of the bowl game against San Diego State, right? When mm -hmm. you finish it with, with taking all yeah. the, I mean, that right place, right time, right? Is that exactly. That? Yeah, and, and, and it had felt like that was such a, like, relieving moment for me, I guess, because, you know, after the whole academic situation, couldn't play came back for the five games and it just felt like, like it was just like, oh, like this, just, this just feels great. Beat Navy that year. Like that was a CIC year. It was, it was, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And you look at, um, you know, that year being a CIC year, this, the streak goes away. Your sophomore year, the streak goes away or the junior year? Why am I getting those mixed up? The streak goes away. Your, your freshman, freshman year. Right? year. Yeah. We'd be yeah, at freshman yeah. year. We broke the streak. Freshman year. You're on the field beating Navy, right? <laughs> I mean, that's going to yeah. be incredible. I was gonna be, I'm thinking about your career in the service academy games, right? Mm -hmm. I think you started – did you start all eight games in your service academy career? Yeah, I started all, all academy games. Not a lot of Army players can say that, right? And not a lot mm -hmm. of Army players can say, I think you have five wins in those eight games, three yes. over Navy and two over Air Force. You yep. have two CICs that you were a part yeah. of. You have the defensive shutout at Air Force, right? Oh, I love that game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> walk, walk us through that game, man. That, that game was, like, incredible when it was unfolding. It's like, yeah, they're going to shut out Air Force at Air Force. That's something that hasn't happened in an eternity. That was that was my first game back that year. That was – every everybody was firing on all cylinders that game. Ahmad had himself a day. He uh he broke a record that game, right? Like most yeah. rushing yards by a quarterback or something. I think like that. he did. I think he was in the two hundreds, no doubt. I think safety. Yeah. I want to say two seventy, yeah. but I think I'm way high on that. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. I remember it being something ridiculous. He was toting that rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then defensively, shoot, we were just tearing them up. They couldn't move the ball at all. I was yeah, that was I was loving that game because you know I got to let out all all eight games of frustration that I've been holding on to. <laughs> right, uh, you know I think about the hits. I was talking about the physical physicality you brought to the cornerback position in the Army, and I'm thinking about some of the hits that you had during mm -hmm. your career. And I guess one that 
immediately pops out. And I was looking at, I took Elijah, like that Miami-Ohio game, that double overtime game. I took a video from the press box of that final play. And even though it looks like maybe a little ants from the press box, so to speak, like it's not like clear, you see the hit and you just see the guy go down. And it was just, that's got to be, I mean, that ranks right up there for me. I don't know what, you know, it's a double overtime game. They're trying a two-point conversion for the win. The quarterback, no, it was a running back. It looks like he got It was away. the running back. Yeah. The, quarter, the quarterback had gotten away, and then the quarterback, before he fell, dumped it off oh, to yeah, the running back. Yeah. On that, like Pat, like how Pat Mahomes did in the Super Bowl this year, where he was falling. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, actually, uh, Javari Bordeaux made the tackle. I just kind of kept him from crossing the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to give Tavari some credit. Got to give got to give respect to Tavari. He made he made the initial hit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was just a, that that really showed that you were protected in Mikey Stadium, no doubt, right? I mean, because yeah. when you guys played, you had the home get home winning streak there. You really started like you're part of the your freshman year. You're part of the winning culture that starts, but then that sophomore junior year, you're really you're unbeatable at Mikey Stadium. No. And some crazy endings too, some crazy finishes too. Yeah, we did have we did have ourselves a nice little little run at Mikey those those couple years, and then senior year we just <laughs> we threw it. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what we got? We, we want to say about senior year? So you know, I mean, you know, I'm glad I'm glad that they turned it around this year. They yeah, did a great was, job of turning it around. That, you, that's what I've got to say about senior year. There you go. There you go. <laughs> What, you, did you get catch their games a lot this season, uh, this past season, or? Yeah, I got to see a good amount. I was, uh, we'd get off from our walkthroughs just in time um, for the Army game. So I was either uh, catching the start of it here at the apartment before we had to go catch a flight, or I was able to see the whole game before a home game here. So it was right, cool. So their defense this year, right? I mean. Stout. There you go. They were, for you. Yeah, they were, that, was, that was an iron curtain. They were getting busy. I loved watching it. I, I was talking to Cole about this, and I was talking about when you when you when you guys played, just the talent that ran through that defense, you know, including mm-hmm. yourself and Cole that are now in the NFL. You know, the Aukermans, the Nauticals, the Voits, um yeah. Englands, I'm missing people, you know, Brinson's yeah. X Moss, AK, Jeremy Temp. Mark. We actually had a, a good number of dudes that came through that defense while I was there. You could put an all-time Army defense out of those three or four years, man. You could you, just put you, – I mean. Yeah, you could put together a real good team. Jalen. How do I forget Jalen? Jalen, Quentin. Bud, yeah, no doubt. Jaylen yeah. Quentin. And, you know, you got the guys up front, the Ray Wrights and the Wubioi Tugas up there and uh, – even you can hey, throw in a Rod Stoddard in there. Rod, so yeah, big Rod, Amadeo. Yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah, there's it. What was it like playing under Jay Bateman? What was that like? Um, because it seemed like that's when the de- when when Bateman came with Munkin, it seemed like that's when the defense gained an identity, so to speak. Bateman was a mad scientist. <laughs> he was like a chess player <laughs> when he played football. He did a great job of, you know, like, because obviously, you know, we're Army. We're not going to get the high-profile four- or five-star recruits. We're getting the two, three-star here and there, and a lot of guys with no stars, so we have to we have to scheme. And and Bateman did a great job of, you know, just putting putting the right guys in the right place and, you know, confusing offenses with, with how we were shifting or our rotations or 
you know, even our disguises and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was, everybody just did a great job of, you know, latching onto that idea and getting it done. Yeah. I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about their corner now, Jabari Moore. And uh, in 2020, he had a couple TDs, right? And I think yeah. about your, I think about your TDs. We talked about, you know, the bowl, the, the bowl TD. You had a mm-hmm. blocked punt that you returned against Buffalo for a touchdown, right? Field goal. Yeah, it was oh, a field goal. goal. Field goal, yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, it's just different. I, I mean, I, I kind of compare you guys. You're a little bit more of a physical player than he is, but, I mean, definitely a playmaker. You got to have those playmaking corners in, in, in an Army defense, no doubt, right? Yeah, no, Jabari Moore is a problem. He is going – he is a high-profile guy, and he is going to continue to make play. Like, that whole – if I'm being honest, that entire secondary is full of dudes. Who, who know how to make some plays. So yeah, their development's going to be dope together. Yeah, when you guys had your secondary, like you said, with Jalen yourself, um, Javari Bordeaux, um, mm-hmm. and Boss in there, and now you look at – we talked about Markel Broughton, right? We, Cedric Cunningham, those guys, yeah. they all, they're all back. Javari graduated, but um, Julian McDuffie. Julian, yeah, they, they got they got they got four guys that they could really you know make some make some big time plays with, and it's nice having that experience back there because you know Quell Quell's gonna get it done. He's a leader. He's he's a baller. He's gonna get it done. Said same thing. He's more of a bruiser. Like he'll come up and hit somebody, and then Vari, uh, Bari and um, Julian, McDuffie, you know, yeah. they yeah they make plays. They're playmakers. Yeah, I look at like I was thinking about the 2021 team and who might be captains of the team, the 2021 team. And to be honest with you, even in 20 last year's team, you look at Mike Johnson, Amadeo West, two five-year guys that have been with the program for a while, and yeah. you know, you know th- those guys being being captains, and Sandy McCoy also. And I, I'm thinking Markel Broughton could be a captain this junior year. I mean, I think he's that kind of leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. He could have been captain this year if if those guys you named weren't captain. Like yeah. he's if he's not captain this year, then I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about who might be. I mean, yeah, you have said said back, you know, said said we're coming yeah. back and, and Eric Smith. Eric Smith That's true. Have, Eric's back. Eric Smith yeah. is probably should be a defensive captain too, but why not two on defense? You know, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. They're gonna start pre preseason soon. Hopefully, you think it's March? It's the middle of March. You know, let's get some preseason uh, spring yeah. football. Is, let's get some they haven't started spring ball yet. No spring football yet. No, um, I think it's uh, gonna come at the end of this month. But let's okay. let's get some spring football go. Let's get that army yeah. team out there, right? So I want, yeah, I want to see something. No doubt. Um, well, talk to us a little bit about senior year and then after senior year ends and then how the NFL develops for you. I mean, there's a pro there's a pro day, right? I'm guessing. And then how, how, how did the Eagles opportunity uh, come about for you? Yeah, so my rookie season uh, in the NFL started the first game of sophomore year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, 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 from, from that point on, it was nonstop football. So senior year, each game is a grind, you know, got to make plays, got to win. Main goal is to win. You know, obviously I want to play NFL football, but if we don't win, none of that matters. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not getting the proper looks if you know we're winning two, three games and that's it. Um well nope, not not even just myself and nobody's getting the real looks because you know they don't think that a, a, a non-winning team can put together an NFL, you know, put together NFL talent. Yeah. So 
that was that was the main goal when each week in week out and the first two games of the season were what, what rice we played rice at home beat rice Jalen had a great pass breakup at the end yeah. of the game michigan game we should have won tough one very tough 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 loss and then the next two we win back to back that's utsa and morgan state and then from then on it was just tough we, it was a, every game every week was a battle and it all came down to the wire. A lot of one one possession games and a lot of you know frustration at times because we had the team to really put together what we thought was going to be potentially an undefeated season. And we just we just weren't making it happen. We weren't firing all together. You know, there was um you know, guys just weren't getting it done collectively. We weren't able to collectively get it done. You know, we'd make plays here. But then we'd struggle over here, so it was like we we couldn't find a proper balance, um, and really just mitigating negative plays. Uh, so yeah, and then ended with the loss against Navy. That was that was tough. That was very tough to end the senior season that way. And then from then on, it was locked in, focused on the NFL. I played the Shrine game January eighteenth. Yeah, that You're was a, captain, a blast. Captain for that game, right or now? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was um, they, they had a couple of guys. There was like six of us, um, and then yeah, they had the two service academy guys, Malcolm and I, out there. That was that was a really cool experience. You know, being able to match myself up against guys who were also uh, NFL talent. You know, because each week, you know, we're not playing we're not playing a power five team every week, and even those power five teams aren't loaded with NFL talent. So being able to go against guys who across the board have the potential to be on an NFL team was was super cool. You know, I really got to stack up and see where I where you know where I match up yeah. with everybody out there. So that was a lot of fun. Had a great time there. And then it was pro day prep. And that was nonstop. I was uh with the army rules and everything. So that made it tough because I can't I can't go on one of these training hiatuses like these other guys do. Disappear to Exos for two months leading up to the combine or the pro day and get that done. I was back and forth between Fairlawn, New Jersey and West Point. Had to Fairlawn on the weekends. I was back at school doing the regular cadet thing during the week. Cause I had to graduate. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what Cole was saying. You're focused on your education. He's talking about taking twenty credits his senior year and trying to prepare yeah. for the NFL. You know, I mean it was tough. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we got it done. Uh, my agent, he, you know, he, uh, we because the pro day got canceled. He got he was able to use my game film to to get me onto a roster here in Philadelphia, and I wouldn't I wouldn't trade how any of it went for anything. I couldn't be more grateful to be where I am yeah. right now. I guess the pandemic plays with that, right, a little bit. So with the pro day, and hugely, stuff. yeah. That that was the reason it got canceled. You know, right right around this time, the, yeah, this time last year was when the pandemic started to pick up. Things started to get shut down, and our pro day was supposed to be March twenty third, I believe, or twenty first. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Man. So we missed out on the entire pro day. Oh man, um, if if you're listening right now and you have any. Uh, comments or questions for Elijah or I, please send them in. Um, uh, Markel Broughton's mom was sending them in earlier. So uh, uh, Elijah, just 
So once you get uh, signed as a free agent for, for the Eagles, how talk to us about working your way up and working your way onto the field because you know I'm watch I'm looking at the Eagles website during the preseason camp and looking for pictures of your videos of you and I see some where you're knocking down passes and stuff like that. What's it like to and what's the the process like to work your way up an NFL roster, so to speak? Yeah, especially this year um, compared to others, we didn't have a preseason. So it was tough. Uh, there was no real opportunity for any of the rookies, especially the guys who missed out on a pro day, other than practice to showcase what they had. And we only put on the pads for the for, uh, for the last two weeks of camp. It was like 14 days straight where you know, we were able to wear the pads. But even still, there's no fully live periods. I think we had two scrimmages and each of those um, you know, we're limited reps for everybody because they're still trying to keep guys healthy. It's not a game. So then it's not, it's not like 100% contact on contact. So there was, there was limited opportunities to showcase. So I just had to make the most of, most of it in practice. So given the opportunity to, you had to make plays. Ball comes your way. You had to pick it off or break it up. You can't let the receiver catch it because that's not a, that's not a check in your box. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it was it was tough. It was a grind every single day. Every single day was a battle, and it it tested it tested I'm you know my it tested my confidence, uh, big time. There was a there was a little while where I was like, okay, am I am I cut out for this? Is this is this something that um, I'm capable of doing? And then you know we put the pads on. It's like shoot, let's go. I I feel like myself again. You know, nice, nice. So so. Once once we were able to get to playing football, that's when everything started to roll in a positive direction, I believe. Yeah, I remember uh, Jeff Munkin being asked about even back, like like you said, sophomore, junior year at West Point. I, you know, some I'm not a scout, Elijah, right? I'm not a scout, but when watching you play, I always said in blogs or you know podcasts or something, this guy is gonna make the NFL. There's he has it, right? And talking to Coach Munkin you know, toward the end of your Army career, he's like, yeah, I know he's definitely going to be a contributor on special teams. He'll be a great special teams player in the NFL. It's one year in so far, but then you talk about, we talked about before we came live about you getting a chance to play some defensive snaps, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're playing defensive snaps, um, you said against the Cardinals and the Ravens, and when you're, you got a chance to line up against one of the great wide receivers in NFL history, my favorite, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, wow. I mean, A, what is that like? I mean, and how do you not, like, have a little take, you know, a little breath there and say, wait, um, I've arrived, you know, after after that, right? Yeah, so Larry, Fitz was a household favorite for me. Uh, the whole family liked Fitz. You know, I just loved everything that he was about and how he played the game and no, he's a baller. Larry Fitzgerald is a baller. So I line up. I run out there for my first defensive snap. <laughs> and I line up in front of Fitz. I say, oh, dang, this is Fitz. Um, it, this is all in my head. Like, all right, well, shoot, let's do this. <laughs> so it was like it just just as much as I had like that that shock and awe moment, yep. it, had to, it had to go out the window because I got to play football. Because yep. there's, there's a reason I'm on the same field as him right now. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta prove to 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 everybody out here why I belong just as much as he does, you know. 
Welcome to the NFL, right? Basically, welcome yeah. to the NFL. There's there's Larry Fitzgerald. Go, go there's Fitz. That. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best route runners, you know, and man, ever. I, yeah. And the thing is, even if there were run plays, right? The guy just the blocking, he he, he blocks it. like a yeah. tight end, basically. You know, so. Yeah, he, he he plays the game hard in, in all aspects of it. And I've got nothing but respect for that. Nice. Now, I guess is this offseason a little how's this off season been for you and how you've been able, how, what have you done to kind of keep up and, and be ready for the next step with the Eagles? Yeah. So up to this point, the off season, from what I've been told, hasn't been too different than as, as it's been in the past. Um, usually mid to late April is when things start to become mandatory. You got to go to the OTAs and all that stuff. So that's when things become, uh, you know, more official. But as of right now, we're all kind of training at our own pace or some guys are not, you know, it's kind of do, do as you please, do what you think, um, do what you see fit. And, you know, I've been here in Philly majority of the time training at the facility and then just hanging out, focusing on me while I'm, <laughs> while I'm back here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to take some time away. Right. I just to, to do your stuff. Right. What, what is some <laughs> of the stuff that you've been in that you do outside of football that, that has interested you since you left West Point? Any traveling, anything like that? or? So I uh, went to Arizona a little while back. That was a great time. Got to train out there um, with my trainer and a couple other guys. So it was a cool experience, you know, just, just training with NFL guys outside of the practice environment. Yeah. Just kind of seeing how veterans op- vets operate and, and seeing, you know, what, what they're about in the off season and how they carry themselves and how they handle themselves. Um, I try to be a sponge and just constantly soak up what the older guys are doing. Cause there's a reason um, they've, they've been in the game as long as they have, they're doing something right. So I myself want to play at least a 10 year career. So let's see, <laughs> let's see what it takes to make that happen. Um, so yeah, you know, traveling, I've been, you know, enjoying nature, just, enjoying my free time, you know, filling it up with random and sometimes mindless things. I'll sit and listen to music. I've gotten to records. I started collecting records. Just, yeah, just living. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what's the latest, what, what's one of your favorite records you just bought or. Oh, I just, just came in yesterday through the mail was uh miseducation of Lauren Hill. So I've had that on a loop. Love, love me some Lauren Hill. Um, yeah, got. I've been I've been searching for '80s house music recently. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I got big I got big into Chicago and New York house music from from the the, the originators back in the '80s. Whoever you know, Frankie Knuckles. Uh, who's that? Chip E. All those dudes. Jesse okay. Saunders. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's might be. I was gonna bring up a couple of what I used to listen to back in the day, but I don't know if that is. <laughs> I don't think the Jungle Brothers are one a part of your uh, listening. I've heard of yeah, I know the Jungle Brothers. The Jungle Brothers were back in the day. I listened to, but you know, that's, we're going way back, Elijah. We're going way back. Uh, man, that's awesome. I mean, they're coming back. Records are coming back, no doubt. So, yeah, uh, good, good for that. Um, I would be remiss before we uh, end this if I didn't talk about um, you know one of your teammates and one of your teammates that was also in college, Brett Toth. What's mm-hmm. to have two Army football players on the same roster? I mean, back when I started covering Army football, I'm like, 
no way that is ever could be possible. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you look at now a guy who you shared a locker room with for you guys were in the same class, right? Or no, no he was one year ahead. No, he was uh, two years ahead. Oh, two years ahead. You my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you shared a locker room at West Point together. And now you're sharing a locker room in the NFL. That's 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 pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah, no, it's great, especially because Brett came around at like the perfect time. You know, it was it was kind of like. I was upset that I wasn't where I w- had wanted to be or had, you know, had expected myself to be at that point in time. And Brett came around. It was just a familiar face to help lighten the mood, you know, lift lift my spirits up a little bit, which helped, which helped out a lot. You guys hang out a little bit or no? Yeah, no, Brett's my guy. We'll, we'll, we'll hang out, you know, at least once a week. And, you know, we, at least we tried to try to do like a dinner thing and, uh, you know, just just keep keep the brotherhood together. It's super cool. It's super cool having two army players on the same team, especially yeah. you know. It, it's like I don't even know. I can't put the words to it. It's it's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you. I'm trying to remember. Did you guys play Pittsburgh this season or now? Yeah, we played Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. I got to see Ali on the field after the game. Three army, three army football players uh, <laughs> in, in, in an NFL game. In an NFL yeah. Game. That yeah, that is that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. And now, uh, yeah, I didn't check the schedules. I don't know if you have the Chargers on the schedule this year or not. But you know, I, uh, I honestly think we might. Wow! All right, let's go. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? You're thinking about um, seniors now at Army. Maybe John Radigan gets a chance in the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. linebacker. Maybe he gets a chance in the NFL. Maybe a Sandy McCoy gets a chance in the NFL. Maybe we'll get a couple yeah. more in this year. You never know. So. Exactly. Yeah. No, I've been I've been keeping my eye on both of them. You know, staying in the ear about certain things, and you know, we'll bounce ideas off each other. You know, I'm trying to be that NFL to college mentor type guy for them if they need it. Um, you know, kind of kind of help them through their process, especially since theirs isn't it is is very similar to what I experienced last year. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um. Well, Markel Broughton's mom says the Eagles are now her favorite team because you and Brett are on the Eagles. So I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> but I'm sure do you do you get a lot of Army fans in your rookie year following you and maybe um replying to tweets or giving you hope you do well in games and stuff like that? Is there that army following still? Yeah, no, there's a pretty good pretty good following still. I get message from messages from classmates, teammates, old teammates, um, some alumni, uh and even just, you know, fans of army football so it's it's been it's been cool you know seeing that that following is still there having that support yeah wait a second that was a comment with some steelers colors man that from markel's mom that was like uh that was the black and gold there a little bit so we'll see see. (laughs) sure so black black knight's love black knight's love okay yeah okay my bad my bad that is the army colors too black and gold my fault I'm thinking the NFL, but again, so um, I guess uh, really, really appreciate you taking the time, Elijah. This has been a lot of fun. I, like I said, sure. always enjoyed covering you. I mean, from the from start from the start of your career, I always thought that the NFL was going to be in your future. And wait, you. uh, you, you've done a great job in your first year. And I guess now it's, it, I mean, to wrap it up, is it now moving to the second year? Is it how you feel about? Not necessarily your spot, but do you feel like you still have to prove you're still proving yourself heading into your second year or now? So I think that's one of you know the benefits of having an entirely new coaching staff coming in. 
is that it's a clean slate for everybody. And I've now got, I guess, and, and now a more equal opportunity to everybody else to really prove myself as opposed to last year where, you know, they kind of got their guys, they know who they want and they've got a, like certain, certain plans set around certain guys. Um, to some degree, yes, they know what they're getting, but you know, there's still opportunities to really showcase something this, this coming, uh, camp. And I I'm ecstatic. I'm doing everything I can to get that starting spot this year. No doubt. Well, all the best to you. Really pre, like I said, really appreciate you having, having you on. We'd love to have you on again, maybe once it gets a little bit closer to the season, but, uh, one of the, one of the best defensive players I've covered in my army, in my army career, uh, taking a couple minutes with us on the Black Knight Nation podcast, Elijah Riley. Thanks, thanks for the time, Elijah. Absolutely, I appreciate you, Sal. Means a lot. Thank you.